But let's kick it off with a man who's looking for his first Group 1 back in Australia since relocating from Singapore. And the Inferno, if he wins tonight, may also book his place in the Everest. Cliff Brown. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Cliff. Are you well on this lovely sunny morning in spring in Melbourne? Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks, Michael. Everything's good, yep. Before I talk to you about the Inferno, I know you're an avid football fan. You're a heartbroken cat supporter as normal in September. <laughs> Who wins the grand final? Uh, look, actually, my youngest uh, barracks for the doggies, so we'll be cheering for the doggies. Ah, very good. I think there'll be a lot of people cheering for the doggies. It's one of those grand finals where you, if you're an impartial watcher, you wouldn't mind if either Melbourne or the doggies won uh, tomorrow night. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, gee, the money's come for your boy, uh, the Inferno in the Moya tomorrow night. He couldn't have been any more impressive in the, the McEwen. And we've spoken about it before. You said there was a lot of improvement to come. So has he continued to improve as you had expected? Yeah, look, he has. His coat's come on. He, he looks well. He's, he's um, done really well between runs, Michael. I'm, I'm pleased with him. It, uh, it just depends how the races run and, and uh, I think also how the track plays. You know, talking to different people with the rail out, the, the four metres, it, it can make a difference. It'll be interesting to see that pattern as the night unfolds. We'll have a chat to Marty Simon just after nine o'clock to get his insights on the track. But you look on paper to have drawn a really nice gate. Uh, barrier five with Damien Lane. Whereabouts do you think he can slot in with what's expected to be a pretty hot speed tonight? I think if, uh, if they do go quick, he'll be further back than he was in the McEwen, as, as people have said. You know, it was run at a pretty steady pace. And, and uh, so you'd imagine if they do fly along, he'll be a little bit further back, uh, which probably, you know, it can honestly, Michael. I do think it just depends how the track's playing. Mm. Uh, he's obviously got the ability in your mind to win a race like this. Uh, is it just the thousand metres? Uh, would you like it a, a touch further for him? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things. If we were lucky enough to get through and 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 run well and get invited to the Everest, it's a, it's a good lead up for that. And by the same token, if we uh, don't get an invite, it, it's a good lead into the Manicato. So it's sort of the only option with that three week break between runs that I could use. But in answer to your question, yeah, I wish it was eleven or twelve hundred. I'd be I'd be very pleased with where he's at and how he's going. It'll give you great confidence, so that he really handled the valley well last start. He, he liked the surface and he liked the contours of the track. Yeah, he did. No, he he, he handled it really well. Um, we took him out there the week before and or the week of, and and he worked really nicely. Um, if we do get a bit of rain, it's gone very overcast here now. Uh, at least we know he's, he's not too bad at that. So he has some positives by the same token. I think it's just a really good field and. He'll have his work cut out to beat some of these horses. You've been here. You've done it before. Uh, you've won a lot of group races, group one races and big races uh, over in Singapore. But are you, have you got some butterflies? Are you, you got the anticipation, the excitement about tonight? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I listen to people that go, no, look, I don't get nervous and I admire them. I, I get nervous and I think you, uh, you worry that everything goes right. You know, there's still a lot. Even though we're on the day, there's still a long way to go and lots of things that you've got to get through. And uh, you worry about them. Yeah, you do worry. And I think as you get closer to the event, you uh, you do get nervous. You just want to see them run well and everything to go right. Yeah, I don't suppose it's any different to the guys that run out on a football field tomorrow. You know, they'll be nervous. And then once it starts, you settle down. So, um, no, definitely do. But I do enjoy that aspect of it as well. It's always nice to train a good horse. From Tampa Lane, FUBU, Cheviot... Uh, and other great horses you've had. When was your last Aussie Group 1? 
Oh, Michael, I couldn't tell you. It would be quite a while ago, though. Yeah, that's sure. Actually, I, and I'm not being flippant. I really can't remember. Um, maybe the Adelaide Cup, uh, something like that, or a derby. But no, look, we've been very fortunate. We've always trained some nice horses, so we've been very lucky. Have you have you done the form? Have you had a look at who you think's the hardest to beat tonight? Oh, look, I have. Yeah, yeah. I think you know we all have a flip through, and far better judges than me would have a better idea. But I, I think it's a really good race. I think if Profiteer can can get away with it and and, and get a nice lead. I think he'll, he'll be terribly hard to beat. You know, especially way for age. I think Portland Sky in September run will improve for the racing. I mean, it's just a good feel. You know, Brooklyn Hustle's a great mare. If she got a bit of luck, you know, you sort of watch the replays of the last few years and they do open up on the on the bend, you know. And and quite a few horses have always been able to sneak up along the fence. So you would imagine that she'll she'll sort of get that similar opportunity again. It's been a huge transition for yourself and your family. Uh, I remember coming out and visiting you when the stables uh, had just opened. You didn't even have the horses in there. The Inferno's the headline act that you, you wanted to bring back here to put your name up in lights. Has has it attracted more interest? How many horses have you got now? No, Michael, we're, we're, we're still at uh, 14. Look, there is. We've got a lot of two-year-olds to come through. Brett Cavanagh does those for us. And talking to him this morning, the, the main ones will start to... Uh, start to come through next week, so that's exciting. But it's one of those things, Michael, I was never under any illusion. It was always going to take time. Results will help, but by the same token, you've just got to build your profile again. Well, the Inferno's the best horse to do that. Have there been any early conversations or interest re the Everest before tonight? Yes, yes, we have. Um, but Glenn Whittenby, who owns the horse, he's just sort of said to everybody, listen, we'll see how he runs, and if he runs well enough, we'll worry about it. If, it does, if he doesn't, we'll... Uh, We'll stay in Melbourne and see what we do. Well, it's exciting. Let's hope he can book his place into an Everest tonight. You've got a, a runner today at Benella as well, three and four pence, who wasn't too bad. His first run for you back here in Australia. Uh, what are you expecting today? Yeah, I think, he, I think he'll run really well. I think it looks a, a nice race for him. He's you know, lumping a fair bit of weight, but when you look at the minimum, he's, he's not too badly off. Um, he's drawn well, which is, which is a good help. So I think he's going really well, the horse. Um, with an ounce of luck, he'll be there about it, I think. Yeah, he's about $10 today. Nice each-way play race nine today at Benella as well. Cliff, best of luck tonight. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for your time.